Hello and welcome to the 17th episode of the Abracadabra Video Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about an in-depth, say, topic. It's the describing, to the best of my ability, in words and in front of a video, the energetic systems of the body and our multidimensional energetic systems. Again, I'm going to be doing, to the best of my ability... Because normally when I go through describing these, it's usually in a workshop space and we have somebody on a table and it's a lot easier to point out things and so on. So, do the best we can. And at the end of this video, uh, we're going to have a little meditation or visualization that you can use as a tool. So... I guess the biggest part regarding when we're talking about energetic systems is to realize, you know, that we are energy. Even though this physical body you know, feels fear, solid, and so on. If you really look down in the smaller levels and so on, we are, you know, on quirks and the smallest elements to make up the physical body. Really, we're just light and energy. And the same with every single thing around us is energy. So the that is one of the first things for our mental minds to sort of grasp is that what in you know uh, what is actually making up the framework for which we are living through and if you look at consciousness in itself again what is consciousness in a way it's vibrational energy so With that in mind, let's look at the physical body. And as most of you know, a lot of the ailments and issues that we have with the physical body throughout our lives usually comes from a lack of circulation. So, you know, most of the ailments regarding say arthritis in the joints and the muscles and different things regarding our circulatory circulatory systems and so on it usually has has to do with contraction and the lack of circulation 
the circulation part, in a way, is what creates the blockages and essentially restricting the flow of energy, such as with arthritis, inflammation, and so on, creates the lack of circulation. And there's a reason why I'm basically really talking about circulation because it's the fundamental basis of how our energetic systems work. If you increase the, the amount of circulation taking place, of course there's going to be more flow. And that relates not only to the physical body, but it has to do with the levels of our consciousness, which I will get into more here shortly. But the, the, base, the basis of our, what things come down to really, has to do with circulation and allowing the circulation within the levels of our energetic systems to flow. So we'll start off talking about the physical body from what we can physically see and so on. The, a lot of things like that goes on with the physical body, ailments, you know, different things that come out and manifest through the physical body are basically manifestations of our multidimensional things that we're holding on to multidimensionally. If it's not taken care of on other levels, therefore then it manifests out through the physical body, and that's where we process whatever we're going through or whatever we're trying to work through consciously on a multidimensional level. And that's where things manifest out through the physical body. So when talking about the physical body, there are thousands of points on the physical body that say acupuncture works with. They're, you know, we can refer to them as nadis, thousands of points on the physical body. Basically, these are little vortexes in a way of points that link different levels of the energetic systems of the physical body together, these nadis and so on. The easiest way to, if you have something going on, say this portion of the physical body, your forearm, is, again, there's different ways to take care of this, whatever's going on here. And if it's in the physical like this, from my experience, again, you want to assist with circulation, of course, through that region. Now, this can be done with acupuncture, as I mentioned. The other thing is with physical therapy, like with massage, trigger point, pressure point therapy, and so on. But a physical pressure with essentially activating these nadis on the upper part of the injury and also below it allows, again, with circulation. 
Same thing goes with, say, your back, anywhere on your back, your, say, sciatic nerve that goes down through your hip, into your legs, your knees, our feet, everything. Basically, if there's something going on within a certain region, the easiest way to assist with that region and feeling better and healing is to increase the circulation. We do that with pressure and basically allowing, doing whatever we can to assist with the circulation. I think you're getting the point when it comes to circulation, and the reason why I'm repeating it is because of how simple, in a way, the process is. So regarding the the energetic systems, when I have someone on a physical, you know, on a table, and I'm describing this, the there's different ways for which we can view, you know, this. A lot of times when people are using, say, you know, energy therapy in a way, you can call it, you know, like some energy healing. Some people use the words, but I don't use the word healing. And again, a lot of times they're using energy to focus on it, a region that is injured or it needs, you know, assistance and so on, but they're not necessarily using pressure and they're just sending energy into the, the area for which it, you know, needs assistance and or healing. And again, it's, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but again, to really assist with physical, the physical in healing it's best to assist with actually pressure, physical touch, pressure, and so on, to really assist with the physical, knotty system opening up and allowing the circulation to take place, <clears throat> such as with massages and so on, like I mentioned. So if you view the, the physical body with all these thousands of points, of these nadis. And you look at the energetic systems of the body, sort of like you would view a the grid work of the electrical system that, you know, powers our homes. It comes in through wires. It has central stations and so on to distribute the energy, the electricity. It comes through the wires and it comes into the house, then it goes out through the electrical system of the house and so on. Basically, our energetic systems work in a very similar way. They they're come down through different levels, and then they're distributed out into different regions, such as with the physical body. So one of these energetic systems, of course, is the chakra system that a lot of you have heard about, talked about, and so on. We've worked with throughout the years. So the chakra system is very similar to a nadi. Basically, it is a small vortex, in a way, of spinning energy. 
And these chakras, we can we can say, are basically within the center of the body at different points. What most people know is only the seven chakras that are referred to that are basically the seven chakra at the top of the head and so on down through the body. Really, you know, in the new paradigm workshops and so on, when we work with the energetic systems, talk about the 12 chakra system. And how I sort of see the what we're talking about as far as the 12 chakra system that relates to the physical body is almost like it's a framework of structure in a way. It's like placeholders that it creates the structure that our physical body is represented through in a way. And the so the, the chakras in a way it's sort of it is confusing in a way. It's it's like you're trying to describe something that is multidimensional, but we got to do it in a way to where our mental minds can actually wrap our, you know, wrap and be able to visualize it in a way where it just becomes too complicated. So for this reason, we'll just say that the the twelve chakra system I'm done describing, sort of like just review it as a placeholder that is holding energy. And we have a multidimensional chakra system. Again, that is something that we have a meditation in the New Paradigm Workshops and discuss where we assist in the multidimensional chakra system descending through the physical body or these 12 chakras, say placeholders, and it descends through the physical body and down through the lower chakra system below the feet. The more of the multidimensional chakra system that we integrate, basically, the chakras that were in the body descend and the multidimensional chakras descend through the body and so on. And again, this is something that we go into in the New Paradigm Workshops. It's also a meditation that we do with assists with this basically uh, integration of the multidimensional chakra system. So going back to the actual, what I was talking about, the 12 chakra placeholders that, that allow the multidimensional chakra system to flow through, there's a lot that goes into these chakras that we're talking about through the physical body. As the multidimensional chakra system descends through the physical body, it actually changes the colors, of course, the chakras represent through these placeholders of the body. They change. The spin rates, the directions, everything changes as we integrate all the levels of our multidimensional self. These other levels of our multidimensional self, as they descend, changes the energetics of the physical body. So there's a lot of people out there that do energy work or have known about energy work. 
and I've seen and heard, you know, they're trying to basically imagine certain colors, of certain regions, and so on. And I've heard also people talking about, well, they're going to change a direction, you know, someone's chakra is spinning in the wrong direction, and they're going to try to change it, and so on. And this is all ego-based. You know, it's... You... We really... As I mentioned, as we're integrating other levels of our multidimensional self, the chakras change that are through the physical body. Not only the colors, the spin rates, the directions, everything. I know I'm repeating myself in some ways, but I'm trying to do it, describe this stuff in the easiest, most uh, easiest way and trying to keep it flowing here. But so the as you know with chakras the they become basically restricted and or blocked in some ways. What creates these blockages is whatever the person is consciously working through and or holding on to that creates these blockages. So, you know, as an energy therapist and or someone that assists with energy therapy and so on, you can clear a chakra. But really, if the person is still holding on to something that has to do with, say, the view of how they view themselves, victimhood, you know, some kind of traumatic event that they're still holding on to. They're still holding on to anger. There's a lot of different things that go into what creates the restrictions in the chakra system. If if they're still holding on to that and you clear it, it's just going to reform. The blockage is just going to recreate itself. So the the when talking about assisting someone, you know, through energy therapy, a lot of it from what I see is in order to create long-term change for the person, you have to assist them in really realizing and or assisting them through the realization process of whatever they're holding on to. That's one of the reasons why, you know, we go into – a lot of self-discovery and self-realization. You know, we're talking about all this stuff regarding self-mastery because that is where true healing basically takes place. It takes place when we make a change within ourselves and that change is then reflected within our energetic systems. So in a lot of ways, if someone basically comes and to you, and they say, I want you to clear my energetic systems. But that person is then not willing to make changes themselves. It's really just feeding the person's ego. Those formations and or restrictions will simply just recreate. It's, it's, it's that simple. That's how it goes. Even though the ego and a lot of people are like, you know, assist me, help me, all these different things. It can be a short-term assistance, but really 
the long term comes is up to every single person to make the changes. Those changes will then manifest and assist. So another thing is regarding people that have done energy, you know, worked in their ways and, and are sort of aware of energy and so on. Talk about running energy through the body and so on. It's very easy for the mental mind to continually think that we have to bring in energy. We have to bring in energy. We have to bring in energy. When in reality, there's an abundance of infinite energy simply just waiting to flow through the levels of our awareness and levels of our energetic systems. Infinite energy. What's really, instead of, you know, so many people and the mental minds, our mental minds create this, (laughs) these perceptions. Instead of continually thinking, I need to bring in energy, I need to bring in energy. It's really... It's a matter of allowing the space for this energy to flow, creating, again, more circulation, as I described a little bit ago. So how do you describe, how do we increase the circulation? Again, assisting yourself in self-healing and allowing and working with the lower energetic systems that allow for the expanded energies to essentially descend, which creates more circulation. With more circulation, allows for more, let's say, ultimate health. Not only health of the physical body, but the health of our levels of our, say, uh, mental mind, our emotional body, and so on assist with harmony and balance, not only within the physical body, but the levels of our energetic systems because everything is flowing. As a lot of you know, you think about, you can think about the energetic systems like water. And as you know, with water, when it becomes, when it doesn't move, it becomes stagnant. Sort of like a stagnant pond that gets all that green film on it. It starts to smell or whatever else, but it's because of the lack of flow. The same thing with the energetic systems. So a lot of these things out there that have to do with, say, bringing in more energy, a lot of it has to do with just feeding people's egos like you're going to get an activation for this and you're going to be connected with this or that and all these different things. But really, a lot of it, again, is feeding the ego. The reason for that is because there's no way to bring in these other levels of our energetic systems and or expanded energetics of activations and all this other stuff unless the framework is open for it to flow through. 
And that's one of the main reasons why in the New Paradigm Workshops, the we do such intensive clearing and very detailed clearing of different levels of your energetic systems. Because it's essential, again, the active, all these activations and everything else that you can get remotely and you can get through different things and everything else, again, it's, it's sort of pointless in a way, a lot of it. Again, it's generally feeding the ego. The true work comes when we are doing clearing work and then the person basically changes how they view themselves, how they view the world, and start really making interchanges. And those interchanges allow for more circulation. It allows for more flow. That allows for the expanded energetics to descend and anchor through the physical body. So I know a lot of this stuff, so I'm sort of repeating myself. I'm repeating myself not only to stress these points, but as the information's flowing through me, sort of like it's verifying and we're building up the levels through which I am trying to describe. So another thing that, as far as talking about energetic systems, another exercise we do in the New Paradigm Workshops, talk about the brain balancing. One of the things that, you know, I'm, the, the information I'm sharing here doesn't replace what is shared through the workshops. I'm just giving you reference points of what's offered through the New Paradigm Workshops. And it's giving you some details for your own self-reflection and to gain some, say, clarity of what's going on with these levels of energetic systems. As far as brain balancing, the left hef- hemisphere of our brain, you could sort of view it more as it has a more masculine in a way. It has more structure has to do with say the mental say mental awareness and the left hand hemisphere of the brain relates to the right side of the body and people that are left hemisphere prominent or dominant in a way are usually right handed they have the right hand is say the dominant hand do a lot of things, the stronger side, and so on. The right hemisphere of the brain relates to the left-hand side of the body. And a lot of people that, you know, right hemisphere, say, uh, dominant, are more, say, creative in a way, more artists. You could say uh, they create more music, and so on. In a way, the right hemisphere could be viewed as, say, the feminine more feminine aspect of our physical body. A lot of people that are ambidextrous can use both hands in a lot of ways when we are 
with a person that is ambidextrous in a way, they their left and right hemispheres of the brain are more in balance. It's not necessarily, say, the left hemisphere is more dominant or the right. They're able to use both sides. And the same thing goes for their feet. So the, what's the reason for me bringing this up? And we do a certain exercises in the new paradigm to that assist with balancing the left and right hemispheres of the brain. It's a very simple exercise. But what is the importance of this? It's very easy for our levels of our, say, mental mind to get overloaded. Same thing with our emotional levels to get overloaded. And assisting in the balancing of the left and right hemispheres sort of brings balance to the physical body. It allows for our mental awareness to sort of be in balance and, and say more peaceful. If we experience a lot of stress, if we experience a lot of, you know, different mainly uh, sort of like our mental mind is overloaded with information to where we can't even think anymore. Again, that would be an example of the left hemisphere being major, like not in balance and flow with the right. So it's even though we're talking about energetic systems, every single thing it has to through the phys, you know our energetic systems manifest out through the physical body. There's nothing that happens that you know when we have a physical manifestation of something. That manifestation, as I mentioned previously, is something that's happening on a multi-dimensional level that's manifesting through the physical. So just taking note of like even as simple as, you know, the left and right hemispheres of the brain, it sort of allows us the space to really observe how we are receiving information. What are we receiving it from? As I mentioned in the last video regarding channeling, but how is this information that we're receiving multidimensionally and how are we allowing it to flow through the physical body? How are we expressing the information and energy we're receiving multidimensionally and how are we allowing it to flow through the physical body? So the, the actual... Going back to the actual structures of the physical body, and we, you know, I sort of broke off and talked about brain balancing there. But coming back to the chakra system, the there's a lot of things that have been written throughout time regarding, you know, talking about the chakra system. In some ways, they've been called the you know, you could say the seals, S-E-A-L-S, seals, like a seal of a can that you, you you broke the seal of a can and you opened it. 
So in relation to the tw- you know, talking about the 12 chakras, we could call them the 12 seals. If you think about the ego in a way, the ego basically lives through the physical body and basically the bottom three chakras. So if you think about yourself and you're living through the ego majority of the time, you're only experiencing a small portion of yourself. Just thinking about the three out of the 12 chakra seals or chakras. And it's very easy to see when someone is living through the very elemental levels of the ego, how concentrated their views of the world are, how much in fear they are, how much in judgment they are, and so on. Very deep levels of worry and and or anger or you know, and so on. That is all just coming out through those very simple few chakras. As we open and expand our awareness, basically we start connecting in with the other levels of our chakra system. So in this way, again, it's, it's a little difficult for our mind to wrap around this. But we're talking about you know, in this way, we'll just talk about the 12 seals, okay? When someone expands beyond the ego, they have their first level of heart opening in a way. That's where they sort of get a little bit more expansive connection with the earth in a way. It's, it's a, and from there, as we expand our awareness, say, integrate more of our personal transformation. We're making more inner changes and so on. We're doing our inner work, you could say. The chakra system continues to open up. The seals continue to open. The throat chakra, third eye, the crown chakra, and so on. What is interesting is, and what is very seldom talked about from what I've seen, is how when we are connecting in with the chakras, necessarily what we're in our mind might be above our head. But relating to these 12 seals, when we get past the third eye and the seventh, what's considered as the top of the head, the eighth in a way, connects in, even though it might be, we might perceive it above our head, but when we truly open up the eighth seal, really what it's doing is connecting in to the back of our head. The interesting thing is, is that a lot of people uh, and things have been written regarding the back, right, basically the opposite of the neck, right in the base of the skull in the back, people have referred to that region as the mouth of God. And the thing that I mentioned in the last video podcast regarding channeling, a lot of people that refer to hearing the voice of God, really basically hearing the voice of their I am presence. So if you look at, really, the 
the I am presence is eighth level. And when we truly are connecting with the I am presence, really, the that connection takes place through the back of the skull, opposite of the neck or, say, throat chakra, really opening up this region. And those two basically create from when we open up the back of the chakras, goes from a cone shape to more of a connected both of them. So instead of a restriction on one side and the other is blocked, it, they're, they're open all the way through. And the same goes down through the back. So like the, if the seventh was the top, the eighth was the back of the head, the ninth is right on the opposite side of the heart, Ninth, tenth, eleventh. Okay. So, as it's 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 sort of interesting and it's a little difficult to be describing this, trying to do this through to a voice. But if you could imagine your body, okay, and having these twelve seals. Of course, the first chakra. Uh, root chakra, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. When we truly have opened the twelve seals, and those seals are fully open, that thirteenth is what activates the first level of light body. You could say you're. If the physical body is third dimension, that would be the fourth dimensional light body. This is my description and how I see it, is that in order to activate your first level light body, the 12 seals need to be opened. And how how are they opened? You know, it's just the same as every single thing that I've been sharing through these these video podcasts up to this point. Every single thing that I've shared through all of these videos relate to a person opening the 12 chakras, 12 chakra seals. And when these chakras are open, then the first level of light body activates. And it's a natural process, basically. It's it's a process that happens just like when the chakras are opening. They're naturally opening because the person's consciousness is operating at a certain level, a certain level of frequency and so on. So if someone has not opened basically their 12 chakra seals and they're doing, say, light body work and they're they're trying to bring in expanded frequencies again how is that when you're talking about energetic systems say electricity how is that electricity going to flow in through the physical body and the energetic systems of the physical body if it's not even set up for it to flow through so that again comes into the importance and the if someone is truly wanting to do 
the levels of self-mastery and really be able to tap into the levels of our expanded self and multidimensional self. The work has to be done on an inner level. It's not a matter of anyone or anything else outside of ourselves doing this work for us or no one can really do this kind of work for us. So that's where the self-empowerment comes in. That's where the self stepping into your you know, self-mastery and all that stuff relates to, you know, the G-U-R-U realization is through the process of opening up the energetic system. Sort of like, you know, the old saying that I continually repeat is, uh, that's been said is, be the open vessel and you be filled. It's the same thing when it comes to our levels of our energetic systems. So, when moving on, say, beyond the chakra system, what, what I'm talking about, the framework of the 12 seals and, and so on, it's my perception is that and my understanding and how I see it is as the other levels of the multidimensional self descends, as that descension process takes place, it automatically activates other levels of our light body systems. And we don't have just one light body. We have a multitude of other light bodies that expand out and out. So in order to truly, we can connect, you know, we do a light body activation and clearance meditation. We do the, the Mahatma meditation where we clear out the 12 chakra system. We do the uh, star tetrahedron, I'll, I'll mention about that, is that it's another meditation we do. It, a lot of people have at the base of their spine in their uh, first chakra, basically root chakra, is a star tetrahedron. A lot of times people have that in phase lock. It's basically that star tetrahedron is locked. So, again, when we're talking about circulation, okay, if a level of our energetic system, such as the star tetrahedron at the root chakra, is locked, again, how are we going to bring in expanded frequencies through the physical body and those frequencies actually be, be grounded through the physical body and, and so on? if the levels of our energetic systems are locked. And a, a lot of these people, a lot of people have no idea that these levels of energetic systems are locked. Phase lock, it's called, phase lock. Of course, it can be done naturally. A person, you know, these things, every single thing that I'm describing here is a natural process. Anyone can do it on the by themselves, but in a way 
by having meditations that focus on these different levels of our energetic systems assists to a greater degree with these systems opening up at an say a, um, more easily because we're actually taking our focus to these regions and then allowing the changes to take place with them with the consciousness of the person really focusing on them. A lot of times we don't even know, like people have never even heard of, you know, the star tetrahedron or whatever the heck, um, you know. So, so the, 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 I guess the, the importance, you know, even though a lot of what I'm describing here might be complicated to a lot of people, it might be overwhelming in a way, the mental mind. And I'm not necessarily sharing this information to overload the mental mind. Again, talking about brain balancing. But the the more detailed that we become aware of the levels of our energetic systems and how they work, how they function, the more that we are able to, again, allow the water to flow. And as the water flows, again, it goes from that stagnant pond into a flowing, nice, peaceful river. And the river in itself is the levels of our energetic systems opening up and allowing the, say, the grace and the flow and the harmony and balance that we are already on expanded levels of our beingness and allowing those essences of our expanded levels of energetic systems and consciousness and energy to flow. There's so much that, you know, I think I mentioned this in a uh, another video podcast in Perceptions. And how often our mind thinks of up, like the importance of up, like the heaven is somehow up above us. And higher frequency energy, or there's a God that's higher than us, really. I think it's the... I think it was the first or second or third video podcast. I said there is no bottom. You know, we we don't take our attention enough from what I'm seeing into the lower portions of our energetic systems, and the in the lower portions of our say um, below our feet and the energetic systems that go out. You know, in the lower portion where we're sort of like looking away from it. It's almost like our physical bodies are in sand up to this, you know, our neck and our head sticking out. We're continually looking up and thinking, I need to bring in, I need to bring in. But our physical bodies are sort of like in sand, you know. It's dense. But how the... change this denseness or this sand into pure flowing water and allowing it to flow 
is to truly look down and to see what is going on on these lower levels below our feet, the lowers lowers of our energetic systems, our lower chakra system. What expands out in directions of below us? I think regarding energetic systems and energy therapy and everything else, if we actually took our attention and not necessarily looking as, say, a bad, you know, like, oh, this is darkness, you know, down here. This is dark. Like, the hell is down, so we don't want to go down there. But really, that's programming. We've been programmed to not truly look what is what is below us. And really, the more that we are able to look in the directions of our lower chakra system and truly connecting in with the earth and the different levels of the energetic systems of the earth and really recognizing how these energetic systems flow, our physical bodies and are very similar to the energetics of the earth itself and the nadis of the earth, the energetic systems of the earth are very, very similar. So as we essentially are opening up the nadis and the chakras and the seals and so on, in the same way, the earth is doing the same. It's set up the same way. The energetic systems of opening allows for greater flow. And how are we going to, say, expand or, say, ascend into another dimensional reality if the energetic systems, again, are not open to the point of connecting in with those other levels? So how do we do that? Well, it's through, you know, not only personal change, through our own change, everything else changes, but just through our own changes, it all flows. So let's look back. I sort of get off on tangents and, you know, and just start rambling on about different things at different times. I got to stay on task with this one. So regarding the energetic systems, I mentioned about how we do different clearance and activations, light body systems, chakra systems, clearing out the nadi system, how the physical body, it's easiest way to, to clear a blockage within the physical body is with touch and actual like massage pressure point therapy, acupuncture, all kinds of different things to allow for greater flow. The, in a way, the, the as these energetic systems descend and connect and 
flow out into all directions from the physical body. In a way, the the expansion, you could say, our broader view of things, it's almost like when we are viewing life through the ego, I think the example has been given before to where we're very narrow-minded in a way. Our view of reality is very restricted. And if you viewed our multidimensional levels with every expansion in consciousness, it's almost taking that orb of view and we continue to expand out, sort of like the light body system. It's just an expansive view of the same levels, but just on a broader view, more connection into all the levels. The light body system, systems, in a way, I think it, in a, as we are evolving, the information will continue to flow regarding see how we truly work with the levels of our light body systems. In a lot of different ways, it's like the, the light bodies hold memory. They're almost like other, like we have a physical body, but they have different aspects of, you know, that's the reason why we call them light bodies in a way. That's because they're, they're actually expressions of our self, but just through different versions in a way. I guess that's the easiest way to say it. One of the interesting things that I've just a side note regarding light bodies, and I haven't really mentioned before, is one of the a cleansing thing when talking about energetic systems and cleansing is just to be around a fire, like a fire pit or close to a fire, and just have that interaction interaction with the fire just to be able to sit by the fire for a period of time it's a fire which i don't have all the details with yet but it's very cleansing to the light body system and our energetic systems in a way you we we might automatically feel like in a way a little bit cleansed in a way when we, after sitting at a fire for a period of time and then we move away and we're like, wow, I feel pretty good. The fire has a cleansing effect to our energetic systems. You know, even though we're not in the fire, of course, but our energetic systems can expand out into the fire. And it's very refreshing in a way to sit around a fire and, uh, just sort of bask in that not only the heat but again it's cleansing to the levels of our energetic systems i just wanted to make a note for you all if you have the time 
and to really feel when you if you have the time to sit around a fire to really feel the energetic systems that are expanding out into that space and sort of like you could like how we we are in a shower and the water flowing sort of like view the fire as a cleansing aspect sort of like how we view water water flowing over our physical body as we wash our physical body the fire works in the same way so it's a it's a cleansing so let's see here what else can we uh talk about regarding the energetic systems So the Mahatma energy is something that we we do a 12 chakra clearance meditation with the Mahatma energy. The Mahatma energy is available to everyone, everywhere. These meditations that we do and so on, only assist people with connecting in with those energies to a greater degree. But it's available to everyone already. It's just a matter of people actually becoming aware of it and then through their own focus and interaction, connecting in with Mahatma energy to a greater degree. So a little bit about the Mahatma energy This is something that we go into, of course, as I mentioned, in the New Paradigm Workshops. But the, the Mahatma energy is the base frequency of, say, the New Earth, New Paradigm. It's the, the Mahatma energy, base frequency is fifth dimensional in nature. That phrase sort of came to me. It, it's, it's fifth dimensional in nature. Fifth dimensional and beyond in nature. So one of the easiest ways to assist with the transformation of the physical body and the energetic systems of the body and the say the transformation of levels of our consciousness is to really connect in with the Mahatma energy to a greater degree. And that's the reason why we use it and talk about it in the New Paradigm workshops so much. It's incredibly useful transformational energy those those are the words that are coming to me to share the the energy in itself is not stagnant like you know we view a stagnant <clears throat> like pond mob energy is continually flowing and it's not 
tied to a certain frequency range. Its expanse goes on and on and on. Similar to symbols. I guess we're getting into that now. So like when talking about symbols, like the Reiki symbols and so on, symbols tie into a certain frequency range that are tied into those symbols. And so the frequency range that comes in through those symbols and so on are sort of restricted to a certain range. There's no restriction regarding that, like with the Mahatma energy. So there's no need to focus on symbols. So the that's the reason, I guess, that's the reason why in the New Paradigm workshops that we no longer use symbols. There's no real need for them in basically today's age and, and the energetics for which we are in now. So regarding personal transformation, how we interact with the levels of our multidimensional self, like I described in the last video podcast with channeling, it's Sort of like we have resources available to us. Like I'm providing these video podcasts as a resource to anyone that wishes to access them for free. You know, we have workshops. I do private sessions and so on. But this is a resource that is free, this video podcast. The same thing is the Mahatma Energy it's free, it's abundant, it's limitless, and it's available to anyone that wishes to access it and use it. The key is using it. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing that's coming to me very clearly right now, is that people are just not using it to the degree for which they have access to it. It's just like these levels of the energetic systems. And I was saying that everyone has a focus. It's like bringing in more frequency, bringing in more frequency. The Mahatma energy is there. It's already here. It's surrounding us. It's just a matter of us using it. So how do we use it? And that sort of goes into the example of this technique. It's just a little exercise. Visualize the Mahatma energy flowing through your physical body. It's just the, the matter of us allowing the flow to take place instead of visualizing something that has to continually come in from outside the self. See, all of these things are already around us. See that we are already connected 
to these levels. It's just a matter of these flows taking place. So as far as the visualization goes, the short meditation... We're going to focus on just above your head. You could say the chakra that's just above your head, not the crown, but just a little ways up. And to think about and imagine and feel with your breath that chakra just spinning. And pearlescent colors of Mahatma, love, just spinning within that chakra. Again, the correct spin rate, direction, everything else is going to be able to take place in harmony and balance. The mental mind, again, just go in one direction. There is no right or wrong You just imagine it spinning in a direction and go with it. Radiating out pearlescent colors into all directions, basically just above your head. Again, use your breath. If you think about energy, as we described at the beginning, we are energy. What is the easiest way to allow energy to flow through the physical body is with the breath. So you're breathing, you're allowing the spin to take place, you're visualizing it, focusing on the pearlescent colors like spinning out, radiating, creating circulation and so on in this upper chakra just above your head. You're breathing. Allowing it to flow. There is no right or wrong. Remember that. Regarding the flow and spin rates. Regarding chakras. They all adjust naturally. As we integrate. So now. Doing the same thing. As the chakra above the head. Continues to spin. Radiating out. Pearlescent colors. Creating circulation. We go down to the crown chakra. Again, doing the same thing that we did on the 8th. The crown chakra. Again, imagining spinning. doesn't have to be super fast. It can be slow. The spin ratio does not matter. The main thing is you're visualizing spinning taking place. Visualizing pearlescent colors of the Mahatma love flowing out into all directions. Just allowing that flow to take place. Connecting the eighth with the seventh. Radiating out into all directions. Again, doing the same thing down with the third eye, the chakra, in the middle of your head, basically. 
spinning in synchrony with the crown and the eighth above the head, just flowing freely, comfortably, radiating out pearlescent colors about the love. Again, using your breath, breathing, allowing that synchronicity to flow through those chakras, radiating out, out into all directions. As you continue to breathe, again, moving down to the throat chakra, spinning, seeing, actual visualizing the spin, assists again with flow. Again, think about water, think about freeness, allowing things to flow where there are restrictions. There are no restrictions because you're actually focusing on movement, radiating out again, visualizing pearlescent colors of Mahatma love radiating out into all directions and synchronizing with the other chakras that are continuing to spin and radiate pearlescent colors. Continuing down heart chakra, spinning, radiating pearlescent colors, synchronizing with the upper chakras, flowing with grace and ease, radiating, radiating, radiating. Moving down, sacral. Again, visualizing the spin, radiating pearlescent colors, Mahamalaf, radiating out to all directions. Synchronizing with the upper chakras. Breathing. And continue on down to the second chakra. Just below the navel, below your stomach. Again, focusing on spinning of the chak chakra, radiating pearlescent colors of the Mahatma love out into all directions, synchronizing with the upper chakras, Breathing, radiating out pearlescent colors. Going down to the root chakra. Again, spinning. Breathing, radiating pearlescent colors, mama love. Radiating out into all directions. Synchronizing with the upper chakra system. All the way up, when you're going, when I'm saying synchronizing, visualize those connections and alignment taking place with the other chakras all the way up to the eighth. So all is flowing together and freely. Now take your attention below your feet. The chakra below your feet, the earth star chakra. 
Again, seeing circulation taking place to the extent below your feet, radiating out into all directions, radiating the pearlescent colors, Mahatma Love. Again, visualizing the connection. The chakra below your feet, with your root chakra, other chakras up through the crown with the eighth. Breathing. Now, as you visualize all of these chakras spinning in synchronicity, you take your awareness as we were down below our feet with that chakra basically radiating and spinning. And you continue to focus on that till it expands that it expands out further, radiating out into all directions. And then you come back up through to to the root chakra, basically seeing that spin ratio basically increasing and radiating out the pearlescent colors to greater degree with greater clarity into all directions. Not just forward, but out into all directions. To the sides of your body, out your back, into 360 degrees. Again, moving up into the other chakras, the sacral chakra, into your core, into your heart, throat chakra, third eye, crown chakra, just above into the eighth. Again, with your breath, seeing all these chakras spinning in synchronicity, radiating out the pearlescent colors of mom love. You go up to the eighth, just above the head. Again, expanding, expanding, expanding. Breathing. And visualizing again, coming back down through again. The crown, again, being in that flow and spin rate, just allowing the pearlescent colors to flow. And as you're continuing to focus, we move down through, again, radiating out through the heart and radiating out through the core and the sacral, out through the root chakra. Down below the feet, radiating out. Continuing to breathe. So it's, it's up to you to do this kind of work. It's not me doing this work for you. It's not how anyone or anything is going to be able to do this kind of work. This is a very simple exercise to do, and you can sit there, continue to breathe, and go back and forth, and rotate from down below your feet, and then come back up through the physical body, and as you're breathing, the synchronicity and allowing the circulation of energy, the Mahatma love to flow, again above the head, allowing the spin to expand, just allowing for greater circulation, Allowing for greater flow, 
allowing Mahatma love to flow, again, just creates the space. It, it provides the opportunity for the other levels of your expanded levels of your energetic systems to connect and flow with greater ease. So anytime that you're feeling stress, the more you do this exercise for what I have just shared with you, the more that you do that, say with you're having stress, you're in a stressful situation, you had a lot of stuff going on in a certain, you know, during your day. It's a very simple exercise. And the more that you do it, the more, say, it's going to become to you more naturally. It's going to come to you, say, more easily. And so the first time you do it, you're sort of like getting used to visualizing these certain things. But that's just a guided, short guided meditation that it provides sort of like a technique for, you know, just to create greater flow. If you're feeling blah, if you're feeling, say, physically sick, if you're feeling mentally overloaded, you know, emotionally overloaded, you've got a lot of things going on in your life or whatever. Always come back to remembering breathing and allowing for greater flow to take place. If we're feeling stagnant in our life, allow change to take place. Be the change. The old statement, be the change that you wish to see. In a way, be the change that you wish to feel. If you don't feel like you're having any movement in your life, if you don't feel like you feel like you're stagnant and so on, I know I'm using the word stagnant a lot, but it sort of describes what I'm trying to say the best. Is to do these things that we have incredible resources like these this simple exercise that's available to really just being allow sort of allow you know change to take place within ourselves to allow for greater flow to take play, place within ourselves even though we focused only on just above our head and below our feet. That is only a small portion of the levels of our energetic systems. We expand out into all directions. You know, the expanse of our, the potential of our energetic systems connects into everything. Miles and miles out into directions connecting in with the energetic systems of the earth and beyond. But, you know, it's we have to start somewhere. And the easiest way to allow for these changes to take place within the levels of our energetic systems is to sort of take our awareness to them, to focus on them. If something is being manifested through the physical body, it's something that we are holding on to on a multidimensional level. 
it doesn't mean that it's bad. It doesn't mean it's bad or good. It just is what it is. If we are still have a physical body, there's things that we're holding on to multidimensionally for a reason just to be here physically. If we were just uh, pure flowing light, of course, that we, we are holding on to, the, you know, uh, I guess that's not the easiest way to say that, but we are already pure flowing light. It's just a matter of opening up the tube or say the energetics of our system for greater levels of frequency and light to flow. So, so we are the gatekeepers of our, we are the gatekeepers of our own energetic systems. Just remember if you're, if your awareness goes to saying, I need to bring in something, know that it's already there and waiting. It's just a matter of us opening the space, using the tools that you have available to you. And as I like to say in the other video podcast, play with what I have shared with you. Experiment with it. Play with it. Feel it. Breathe with it. Like breathing with the chakra system. Allowing for greater flow to take place. How are you actually even viewing yourself in your physical body? Are you viewing yourself as only these eyes that are seeing life out through here? Are you actually taking your awareness out through your heart? Are you taking your awareness out through this portion above your head, below your feet? Are you actually seeing and visualizing and looking at yourself as something that is greater than this physical body and much bigger than the physical body, you could say? So that's it. I think those are the... Those are the main things that I wanted to share regarding the energetic systems. It's very easy for the mental mind to get overloaded when it comes to the levels of our energetic systems because, again, we are multidimensional in nature. And it's not necessarily fitting all of that multidimensionally through this mental mind. It's sort of allow, allowing our awareness to relax to the point where we feel to a greater degree ourselves on as expansive levels. So I think that's it for this one. If this information this content has assisted you please hit the like button leave a comment you know uh share the video podcast with others that may benefit from this and i invite all of you that may be viewing this as your first video to check out the other video podcasts on self-mastery each one of them has been leading up to this point They've sort of gone in succession of one to the next. And um, I, again, play with the information. Experiment with it. 
play with your levels of energetic systems. Feel them out. All right, my friends. I'll see you in the next one. Peace out.